Hello everybody and welcome. This is episode four of the Jay Daniels Coaching Podcast and what an episode to dig into. So the title of today's episode will be how to avoid overwhelm and to ensure you stay motivated throughout your transformation journey. So it's at this point we might as well all sit back, be honest and say, yes, I've started something many times in the past and sooner or later I get this overwhelming sense of what's the point or I don't know how to continue or where exactly do I turn to next and ultimately you've ended up giving up and giving into the process that you probably dreamt about and got really excited about initially. You built this picture in your mind and then all of a sudden that picture just deteriorated in front of you based on not having some of the staples in place. So today, it's my mission to come on and make sure that you have some tools that you can take from this episode and literally plug and play straight into your transformation journey. Now, it's important for me to outline that, again, when it comes to my mission, it's about helping people drop as much body fat as possible and to leave them healthy, happy, and confident about their body image, and as well as that, trying to increase their muscle mass so that they become stronger, fitter, and again, healthier human beings. So if that sounds like you, then I suggest you throw your feet up, get your pen and paper at the ready, and let's start taking a few notes on this topic. So I've dealt with people in the past who come onto my program and initially in week one, maybe even week two, they were absolutely pumped. And not only were they pumped, they were coming back and saying, my word, I've achieved this, I've achieved that, I'm dropping weight, I feel fantastic, my energy is off the scale, uh, people in work are remarking how good I look, my clothes are fitting much better, I've got into a dress that I haven't got into in months, maybe years, etc., etc. And this initial buzz is fantastic. And while that is good, it's it can end up being a negative thing if you've not got the right things in place in the back end. And let me be clear in saying that we need to have a, a vision of ourselves that surpasses the first two weeks. So initially what people are looking to see is some sort of result. Now in my free five day or seven day process, I try and give people that understanding that you do have the ability to achieve everything you're trying to achieve once you put in the work. And I use that process to give people that backing, that confidence, that initial wow factor. And from there then to come into our program and they learn the long-term game, they learn how to apply to what they've learned in the long-term. And that's massively important because genuinely what we do in our five-day process is not sustainable in the long-term. It's not gonna keep giving the same results. It's simply to prove to you that you can in fact achieve what you're trying to achieve when you make the changes required. So the best starting point to go off that is understanding that you are going to go through the initial pump at the start, but then what we call normalization sets in. That is when you've gone through the process for a week or two and you start to feel like, okay, that's not as exciting as it initially felt. And one of the things we do in the first phases of our program is we do a goal setting and an achieving module. And that module is built around how to achieve in the long term. So the first thing we look at is you creating that massive vision of yourself. And there is absolutely no point sitting down pen and paper and going, right, I want to be a size X. I want to weigh Y on the scale. I want to wear this dress to that occasion. That's all good. The key element that's missing is emotion. And if we don't have an emotional attachment to something, then we're simply not going to stick by it. So the emotional attachment, on the other hand, can be, I want my husband or partner to look at me like this. 
I want to feel this when I walk into a room or when I walk in down the aisle, when I walk into a shopping center to look at it, a new size clothes. I want to feel a certain way. And it's the feeling that's going to ground you to what you're trying to achieve, not the actual stats, the weight, the dress size, etc., etc. So it can't be vague. It must be emotionally attached. Now, once you've done that, once you've kind of gotten the grips and you've actually um, taken the time to think about how you want to feel, well, the next thing is to break out the pen and paper and genuinely write from the heart as to how you want to feel and what it's going to mean to you when you achieve this goal, when you achieve this feeling. Because that's ultimately what's going to guide you closer and closer to achieving that goal is the emotion and then the written plan to get there. Now, once you've taken the time to actually write down all these goals, I feel it's usually important to use an image. Now, that image might be you a couple of years ago, might be you a year ago. It might be someone you aspire to look like um, and you put them images within the paper. Now, we're, we're in an era at the moment where we've got things like Google Docs and we've got Google Images. We've got all these really cool, say Evernote, for example, you can put in your bit of writing and then you can attach an image directly beneath it. And it's a phenomenal way of staying in touch with your goal. And this is something I do on a personal level. So when it comes to me building V3 and the Jay Daniels coaching, um, both the podcast and the business, I have to write down what it's going to mean to me when I reach a certain amount of people. So at the moment, I've reached a couple of hundred people. I want to know what it's going to feel like for me when I reach a thousand or a couple of thousand people. I know exactly how I'm going to feel when I hit that target. So the other thing you'll notice is I'm talking in the when tense, not if I achieve, it's when I achieve. And the more you repeat this process to yourself, the more you believe it. And when you believe in it, the more your brain goes to work day to day to achieve it and that message on its own really encapsulates what this episode is all about it's really about you creating a stronger belief system than you've ever ever had before so going away from the fact that you've just written down what your goal is and how you're going to feel when you achieve that goal you've also attached some images to really get the grips with how it looks the next part then is according as you're going along the journey to create what I call anchor points. And an anchor point is when you reach a certain weight, which isn't the, the big end goal, that's just one of the stepping stone goals. When you reach a certain weight, you stick in an anchor. Now, what's an anchor? If you can envision a mountain climber scaling a mountain, and when he goes up to a certain height, he'll anchor himself in so that if he happens to fall or slip, well, then he's anchored to that point. He's only going to fall a couple of feet, and then he can make his way past that point again. Then he'll anchor again a couple of feet later, and he'll climb another maybe 10 feet, and he'll anchor, and he'll anchor constantly until he reaches the top of the point. Well, you're going to do the same on a mental level. When you put a certain um, dress size on and you're happy but you're saying to yourself okay i'm really happy with that but there's more left i want to achieve more well you stick the anchor and you say there's no way in hell i'm ever going to fall past that anchor again if i'm going to monitor it and if i ever start to feel tight in this particular dress something needs to change immediately and then you work up to your next goal which is whatever it is the weight goal or the dress size goal again and you anchor it then you can apply that process with food so, for example, if I said to you, I want you to stop eating bread, stop eating dairy, and I want you to train three times per day for this amount of time, it all becomes a massive, overwhelming burden that you're never going to stick with. 
So instead, what I'll do is I'll say, right, at the start, what we're going to do is we're going to aim to achieve these three 15-minute workouts. Can you give me 45 minutes of your week? And you will agree, yes, perfect. Then we get by week one and we stick in the anchor. We say, that's 45 minutes done. Right, next week, can we do 50? Can we do 50 minutes? And again, we'll create the anchor. So then if you have a week where oh, I only trained once this week, that anchor will literally go off in your head and you'll say, I need to change something. I need to get these two workouts done before the weekend. And as you can tell, according as you're going through this journey and building this character, you will automatically start to stick in these subconscious alarm bells and they'll go off without you needing to think about them. And when they do go off, you'll immediately react and say, right, I need to get back onto my game. And that is literally it. So these anchor points become a huge part of your long-term journey. And obviously, when you've done the, uh, the, the visual process and the written process and your anchor point process, you'll need to revisit it quite regularly. So as a rule for me, on either a Sunday evening or a Sunday morning, I take some time to break out my journal or go back to my Evernote and look at the notes I've made on myself and am I getting closer to my end goal or am I getting further away from my goal? Did I do something this week that knocked me back a step? And that again will set the pad up for the following week to make sure that I go in the right direction again. So when you've now started to revisit the process, you are, you're in an amazing place in terms of you starting to really go through that journey successfully. But then there's a couple of other things I want you to keep in mind, and that is to make sure that you don't become a slave to yourself. So you need to become the master, not the slave. And that means that you dictate and you course correct the journey according as you see fit, because your lifestyle can change. You might be in a job setting or a parent setting now and certain things will work. But if that suddenly changes, well, then you'll need to recreate and readapt all these processes. So the first thing is not to become a slave to the process, it's to make sure you're the master of it. The next thing is we need to be able to accept that things can change, things can go wrong. You're going to have a week where something just out of blue happens or pops up and you might fall off the wagon in terms of exercise or you might find yourself away for a couple of days and you need to reset your goals. My point is that we always look towards the end goal. We keep that there and staple into the back of our mind with these anchor points and with this big written vision. And But if something pops up, especially if it's a trip away, we don't start to feel guilty about it. We, we actually embrace it and we say, well, this is a huge opportunity for me to relax and enjoy and spend time with X, Y, or Z and to maybe even learn new things while I'm taking the break. Maybe time to reflect on what I've achieved and what I intend to achieve. So acceptance of whatever positive or negative things might pop up is going to be a crucial aspect of you not falling off and ought to have it. There needs to be a guilt-free commitment from the very start. So no matter what happens, if, if my weight happens to go up on a certain week, and it will, you're going to plateau, you're going to jump up certain weeks, you're going to go down certain weeks, the weighing scales will definitely not be a good indicator of how successful you are in your journey. But regardless of what happens, you never, ever, ever accept guilt as a factor. So there's no guilt for having a treat out. There's no guilt for not meeting your weight goals for that week or month. There's never an air of guilt because, again, that leads you closer to falling off. That doesn't go you closer to your end goal so guilt has no place on your transformation journey it's simply an obstacle a hurdle a maybe a step back and that step back simply means we take two more steps forward your job at the end of the day is to educate yourself as best you can so with education is going to come an easier pathway in order to you achieving your goals so if you can take this not as me trying to you know, completely 
transform my body, which is, yes, the goal, but if you can also take the byproduct of education in there so that you know for the long term, for the rest of your life, you're going to understand how to feed and fuel your body um, in the most healthy way, well, that education will take precedence over, you know, having a flat tummy because it's going to be more in the long term. And the final part I wanted to mention, and I've also kind of gone over this already, is not getting too attached with the weighing scale. As I've just mentioned, it's such a fluctuating factor that you cannot use the scale as a singular, I suppose, gauge of success when it comes to you transforming your body. Yes, it's a guideline tool. Yes, it's a tool that you can use in order to assess where you are and what you've done this week. But for my ladies, for example, you know, there's one time per month when that menstrual cycle hits home, you might as well throw the scale out the window. It's going to throw it up and down. It's going to confuse the shit out of you. You've no right even stepping on a scale for that week. Forget it. So I've a rule within my program that no one gets attached with the scale. Yes, we monitor it. Yes, we understand what it's trying to tell us, but we get no attachment between success and the weighing scales. Rolling on and segueing from there is you controlling the controllables. There are certain things you're going to be able to control in this journey. There are certain things you're not. For example, someone has a bereavement in the family. Well, for that week, I'm sorry, there's going to be no motivation. There's going to be very little you know, outlook towards meal prep or getting yourself onto the right nutritional uh, calories this week. So control what you can control. And after that, we go back to what I said at the start. We go back to accepting where things are at. And then the anchors and the written vision is going to look after you from there. Then we move on to adaptation. And this is where you start out with a particular goal set in mind and you're delighted with where things are going and you have that big vision created. But all of a sudden something changes. You participate in a certain program or you try a certain exercise mode and you fall in love with it. Um, and then your goals will naturally adapt to do more of that thing you've just enjoyed. And that can be the same for nutrition. You started on a certain protocol, but then you tried something else and you really, really feel that this works well for your body. So things may need to change in terms of what you initially thought was the way. That path must always be adaptable. And you need to give yourself the freedom to adapt according as you need to. And that, friends, is really it for me in terms of how to avoid overwhelm. Most of what I'm trying to say today is take it easy on yourself. Go and find the education source that you need in order to help you on your journey, but by no means become really attached and burdened by what you're trying to achieve because that's going to serve you, again, not in the short term. We're not doing this thing just to you know, feel a certain way in six weeks, eight weeks, ten weeks. This thing needs to become a part of your lifestyle and as part of your big vision in order for it to sustain over the long-term journey. So with all that said, uh, that is episode four. I'm now looking forward to episode five where I'm going to be talking about three nutritional hacks you can use to A, boost your performance, your mood, your energy, but B, to really narrow in on body fat and getting the very best from your training. So with that said, I hope to hear and see you guys on episode five. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please drop us a review. And if you have any questions, this is the most important part. Reach out, let me know how I can help. And I look forward to getting back to you. So take care until episode five. See you soon.